Ah, hello, good morning. Welcome to my nook. I've made breakfast, as you can see, and hopefully smell. This week on One Two Review, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We're going to be sitting here in my nook. Unfortunately, there's only room for one in my nook, so this week I'll be sitting down with just Alex. Uh, welcome, Alex. Hey, thanks for having me in your nook. I'm here with you. I'm Brandon. And this week, Luke will be joining us a little later via Skype for something special. And here's what we say, kick the intro. But before we kick the intro, I'd like to say this isn't your ordinary nook. This, of course, is Brandy's Video Game Nook. Okay, kick the intro. One, two, Ah, yes. No, Alex, help yourself. Get started. So this week we're going to be sitting down, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently. Instead of movies this week, we're going to be talking about video games. Alex and I grew up playing video games. A lot of those video games we played together, and I know of no other person that I'd like to sit down with and talk about some video games that we've both been playing recently. Yeah, Alex, what can you tell us about video games and your history with video games before we get started? Well, I mean, I'd just like to say, you know, anyone that's listening that is immediately turned off by that idea, I would uh, argue that you should maybe sit this one out, or not sit this out, sit this one through, because uh, for me, I believe that video games are a a fusion of lots of kind of different kinds of art. It's film, it's music, it's TV, it's all those kind of feelings put into an interactive style. So a lot of these video games are very much, I think, going to be the future of where media is going and where sometimes even film might go. So I think that these are absolutely important to cinema history and the future of cinema as well so i think it's okay to take a little break sit in a nook talk about some games for a bit and yeah like brandon said i love them grew up with them yeah and we both still play video games all the time uh hopefully we can wrap this up quickly so we can hop online and kill a few monsters uh so yeah let's talk about a few games alex what have you been playing recently well, first one I'd like to say or like to talk about a little bit is a game called Big Game Tattooer. Now, this is a hot one that just came out this year. It's available at, you know, most Dave and & Buster's and End it's of the Lines. Game. It's an arcade game. Yeah, exactly. You can find it at movie theater, stuff like that. And it's a shooter. It's a lot like Big Game Hunter, but in this one you have a uh, tranquilizer gun. You're hunting down these uh, large elephants and hippos and rhinoceros, stuff like that. You're tranking them, you're taking them down, you're taking them back to the camp, you're gonna tattoo them with these beautiful elaborate tattoos and then send them back on their way. Uh, hopefully they don't wake up mid-tattoo. That happens to you sometimes if you don't uh, tattoo quick enough. Or trank them enough. Yep, exactly. I do like the social elements that the arcade provides in the bar in- environment where your friends can all vote on whose tattoo looks best on what animal. So that's really fun in a bar. Yeah, definitely. Uh, This game's great. Graphics are wonderful. You know, it's very realistic, really feels like you're there in that African savanna. They've got a lot of motion resistance controls on that tattoo gun, so it really feels like you're actually tattooing uh, an animal. And it even has a large piece of kind of pelty uh, animal, like a hardened animal kind of skin there on the actual video game console that you're putting that needle in there. So it's really visceral. It feels really good. That's that's bucking around like a, a bucking bull mechanical exactly, bowl exactly. that you ride so you're trying to tattoo that it's it's a fun experience i will say at three dollars a pop for which what could be a 60 second game uh could add up to a lot of money pretty quickly but it's a fun experience at the bar i would say it's a thumbs up definitely and you can get the tattoo printed out that you uh tattooed onto the animal bonus what points for, yeah bonus points for color souvenirs and complexity of the tattoo yes bonus points for souvenirs uh, just casually, how would you review that, Alex? Well, if I was casually to review Big Game Tattoo, I'd have to give it a two points. 
Yeah, casually speaking from my point of view as well, I'm going to say two points. I've had a lot of fun playing this at the local bars. Yeah. So normally I want to review, we add up all of our points till we get to 20 points. And today is not very different at all, but instead of one or two points, we're going to translate those points into thousands to try to get a video game high score here. So that was four points yes. for Big Game Tattooer. That's going to translate to 4,000 points. All right, great. And before kicking to a sponsor, I think we'll just take another game here since these are kind of quick and it's just you and me here sitting in the nook and enjoying ourselves. The sunlight's coming through the window. Got breakfast here. What's your favorite breakfast item, Alex? I love a croissant and a stroop waffle. Nice. I'm a pancake kind of guy. Good. No syrup. No sir. All right, the next game that I think that we want to talk about is uh, this is one that you found. I hadn't played this back in the day, but you Yeah, kind this of was an interesting found. One. Yeah, I found this at uh, a local Goodwill uh, when I was in Albuquerque the other summer. Uh, okay, so check this out. This was based on a TV show. I actually knew nothing about it. I'd heard about it. Uh, it's a little before my time. It's called Designing Women. This is actually like a point-and-click RPG for Windows 95. So we did have to find an old laptop to put this on, and I, did, I played it myself, and I sent Alex some footage of it. Uh, this was interesting. I didn't, Not knowing the show and just uh, going into this kind of blind, I thought it was kind of fun, and the mystery was enjoyable the graphics aren't great but i think back at in 1998 when this actually came out it was kind of ahead of its time i i don't think you need the graphics for this one you know this game like the show is uh penned and kind of created by linda bloodworth thomas and and it's great i think you know i think the story is engaging enough that you don't need those graphics in fact i know you don't you know i played through the whole thing as well i found it on an emulator and oh, you did end up playing it? Yeah, I absolutely did. Oh, of course I did. That's what I told you when I was watching you. I was like, I, I want to get in there and play this thing. You yeah, get Delta to... Burke, that digitized Delta Burke voice is so, it's really real. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just great playing, you know, Sugar Baker playing her is amazing. And, you know, the way she interacts with the environment is great. And each of the characters interacts in different ways. You've got voice acting, you know, lended by the pros, like you said, Let's talk about point-and-click adventure games. Do you have you had a lot of experience with them? They're kind of like old LucasArts games where you uh, you have an inventory at the bottom with some verbs that you can interact with the environment with. Uh, yeah, I very much enjoy those games. You know, I liked them when they were books called Choose Your Own Adventures, and I like them as a video game as well. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Uh, yeah, but it, it was interesting. They don't really make a lot of those games uh, anymore, especially based on TV shows. No, but uh, I would hope, you know, that they would start pushing a few more of these out. I'd definitely sit down and play an X-Files point-and-click game or a Friends point-and-click game, Will and Grace. Will and Grace. Sex well, it's got to be VR nowadays, right? Sure, but I think, again, that's pulling away from what they're going for with these point-and-click games. They're trying to simplify it to pare it down and pull it down into the characters. And I think that's, again, what Designing Women was successful at, not only as a show, but uh, clearly as a point-and-click game as well. Well, yeah, I mean, it really lets the writing speak for itself. You're not relying on the actors or the cameras or the uh, the kind of cheesy, nostalgic look of the television show. <clears throat> You're just relying on the writing of exactly. the series. And I think this, so. this show or this game has all that stuff in there. It addresses the controversial topics that the show did as well. Homophobia, racism, dating clergy, AIDS, 
hostile socialite attitudes towards the overweight spousal abuse in the designing firm itself yeah there it gets pretty heated when you're going up and talking to all the bosses there in the firm you kind of work your way up the ladder either way you know if we had to casually rate this game in a nook right now i'd absolutely give designing women a two points yeah just casually here over this pancake i'm gonna say two points for me too so that's another four yes. points. What is that in video game 4, language? That's four thousand again. Points. Incredible. Incredible. Well, that's two games. I think at this point we should probably take a sponsor. I know we still have bills to pay. Yeah. Late in the lab, one night at the university, I, Professor Lancaster, accidentally found a way to travel between alternate dimensions. We were able to return from our exploratory mission, though not without paying a horrible price. The responsibility of exploration is not without costs. I'm looking for three to four courageous souls to join me on an adventure across the very boundaries of time and space. Military experience is, unfortunately, a plus. Email me at dlancaster at brownuniversity.edu. All right, welcome back, Alex. How's your day going so far? Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Just woke up, had a crepe. It's better in the nook, though, right? You have every breakfast food in here, just about. Well, we're, we're talking about games, and we're talking about breakfast. Crumpets, thank you. Juice. Hit, hit me with your favorite juice in the morning. What do you like? Give me that OJ with that extra, extra pulp. I like that thing okay. slick and sludgy. Swamp. Orange swamp. Swamp orange. I'll tell you what I like. Grapefruit juice. Yum, yum. Stuff's good, too. Lime juice, baby? You ever, you ever hit lime juice up in the morning? Dude, I ain't met a juice I don't like. Alright, well enough of the juices. Let's talk about some more video games. You've been playing any um I am addicted to Oink the Poink. Uh I've heard you... about this. Yes. This is a top of the charts. Yes, Oink the Poink is a kids, you know, it's classified as a kids game, but I would argue that it's not. Uh it's a kids mobile gaming app. You just kinda of poke points uh poke pigs excuse me, poke pigs for points. Uh they call them poinks instead of points, so that's a little confusing. But so yeah, you're just getting points by poking pigs and they oink when you poke them they're cute there's not much more to it honestly but you can combo up you can use multiple fingers hit multiple pigs you can pull pigs together you can get suckling pigs for bonus points all these things you've got dropping farmers and big pitchforks coming in all kinds of stuff it's great it's excellent it's very easy that's why it's a kid's game but it's there's some skill to it once you play it a little bit longer i'll tell you what the best part about that game is you you see numbers get bigger yeah yeah that's all it is. You yeah, just see numbers are get one, two, three, four. It's not in yeah. the thousands like most video games. But it keeps just, going forever. It's to keep kids. Yeah, it'll go up all the way. You basically it can them to count forever. Yeah. yeah, you hold the combo until you stop playing. There's no way to lose the combo that you're building on the pink bugs. So you keep plunking. Mm-hmm. Annoying sound effects. I would. I will suggest muting it because that's one sound effect over and over again it gets a little annoying. I put the sound off. I listen to REM when I play. Oh yeah, that's me in the corner. Well, I mean, not just that one song. But that comes up. It comes up in the shuffle, huh? Mm-hmm. The chef, the R.E.M. shuffle. 
Let's let's hope you don't have one of those days today. What would you casually review? Oink this the uh, oink the poink. Uh, I mean, like I said, I'm into it, man. I'm deep into this game. I'm putting hours into it, so two two points for me. Nice. You know, I'm gonna go out of the norm that we've been doing here. I'm gonna say one point. It doesn't have enough for me. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it, but I mean, it, I'm not gonna go back to it in a couple months. Like mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, it's cool to see the high score of who held, was the most bored that day and pressed the pig the, that mu- many times. But yeah, some of those numbers I think have to be like a bot or some sort of you know robot somebody built to just tap those pigs because. It's you know, there's these kids that share accounts and so they'll take over and you know one kid will go to sleep the other kid will poke all night because wow. that's how I was trying to get Luke to do it with me but he wasn't into it that's when I get a big score you know yeah well then your name goes to the top of that list with that big number next to it it looked good be nice if we could get a one two review pig plunker maybe we can get a crew hey listeners if you're playing uh Oink the point. Let's get a one-two review pig up on the top of the high score list. Yeah, I like that. All right. Up oh, three so, points or three thousand points for Oink the point. All right, great. Um, what else have I been playing lately? Did you get? Did you play? Um, Jaw rules fill in my blanks. Ooh, yeah, I played a little bit. That game's hard. That game's hard. Uh, all right, so let me paint the picture here. It's kind of like Popper Rapper the Rapper. If you guys ever played that, it's a rhythm game where you're you're tap, you're kind of pressing buttons in time with the the rap. Ja Rule is on screen. He's spitting really fast raps at you, and you got to actually put in the right word into the Mad Lib uh, before it comes up. So you're not pressing buttons. You're kind of putting in a word that he's gonna say. It gets to be pretty funny because you could put the wrong word in there. And make some pretty humorous raps, but because he uh, says yeah. them all, he's recorded all of the words. Yeah, so, so it's, rap, it's pretty, this was a rap for you. This is a PS One game, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, excellent. You played it? Do you play it back in the day, or did you just play it recently? Um, I mean, I played it back in the day a bunch, but if you look up, he's got an actual mobile app for this game that came out last summer that is the same thing but he will do live raps and sometimes even freestyles like once a week every sunday at 6 p.m he does a like he drops in and like you can play live to rules fill in the blanks with your friends that'd be fun we should do that yeah there's a bar down the street that i'm trying to get them to do like put it up on the big screen so like the whole bar can do fill in the blanks that'd be fun yeah uh ja rule as a rapper not my favorite though no, but as a as a creator of uh, video games, he's my favorite rapper. Yeah, I've had some other. I played some other. Fifty Cent had a shooting game that was pretty fun. Did you play that? One? Blood in the Sand. No, I was told I shouldn't. Oh, you probably were told the right thing. Well, that's two games. Well, no, we need to review that. Yeah. Hey, casually. Casually review it. Yeah, casually over this breakfast here. Did you have any of the fruit? The fruit over there is amazing. These are great. These look like cantaloupe pineapples. in the morning is weird, but that cantaloupe is good. It's fresh. Yum. Casually over that cantaloupe, we're going to be splitting here in a second. What would you review? Uh, fill my blanks for the PS One. Um, it would it would have been one point if he didn't revive it with this app, and he's not, you know, because clearly this is a game that will actually thrive from modern technology, and the closer you can get to the live source, which is him, you know improvising and and freestyling so yeah two points uh, for the future of this 
video game. Yeah, it's cool. I'm glad he revived it, and he's still doing stuff. He must be old, though. How old is he? He's 27 now, I think. He's got to be older than that, man. Ja Rule? 27? Okay. <laughs> I'll take your word on it, but I got to play this app. We'll see if your story holds up. <laughs> I feel like he was 40 back in the day, but... <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna. I, I actually played this game back in the day, and I still have fun making him spit random words in his rap songs, especially offbeat. It's it's really funny. I wish you could record it. Uh, two points for me. What's that? That's four points in video game four language. Is four thousand. What's our total high score right now, Alex? Fifteen thousand. Points. All right, hey, it's nice in the nook, uh, but I need to tinkle. So while I do that, let's kick it to a spinsel sponsor. Today's sponsor is your shitty playlist LP. Have your shitty playlist pressed to vinyl, whatever you want. Yeah, do you have a Beatles song, and then you have like an Usher song, and then a mislabeled NSYNC MP3 from Napster? Or you could just put a bunch of sexy songs together for a really cool nighttime album. Make your perfect album, and we'll help you play it. On vinyl. Your shitty playlist LP. Dot com. I want to talk about VR set with grandma. How can you not want to talk about it? What an experience. Did you get to play this at uh, E3 when it came out? Yes, yes, yes. And then they had it at LACMA for some reason. They had it set up there for like two weeks, and I got to play it like three or four times, man. It's great. Uh, What an experience. If you get the chance or if you see the touring uh, sit with grandma, like a virtual reality 15-minute kind of experience, do do yourself the favor and absolutely indulge and do that and this is what i was talking about about that bridge of video game and film and all that stuff because this is a video game definitely there's definitely tasks to complete you got to get her water you got to talk to her you got to help her up you got to help her look through the window you got to identify the bird a bunch of little things that you got to do there's definitely things you have to complete but it's a story and it's a touching story and it's a movie with an amazing yeah, not only, performance by grandma. Yeah, not only that, but it's also a grandma sitting next to you on the couch. Can you imagine if you didn't have a grandma? Or well, that's know, what they if, bill it as. It's for people that don't have. Yeah, that's like the I mean, tagline. In virtual reality, you really do feel like you're sitting right there next to grandma, and when she tells you, "Hey, grab one of those butterscotch candies off the counter there," it's real. It's real. I've. You know, both my grandmothers have passed. I love them very much. And I have had sit downs with grandma. And this one somehow, I was going to say this one felt more real. But what I would say is the sit downs I have with my grandma are in memory. You know, they're gone. They're constantly fading every time I think about them. That makes them further away, kind of. And sit down, VR sit down with grandma is is present and it's a moment that you're there and you're actually experiencing and so it feels more real sometimes than my memories now in this uh, initial build that's been touring around it's just kind of a generic grandmother however they have discussed in the future when they bring it to home version they'd like you to be able to customize it so you can make it more like your actual grandmother it's crazy it's it's really i don't know important this is a very very important 
piece of art. It definitely crosses the line between art and video games and uh, emotion. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if I had to give this a casual kind of review over this bowl of Cheerios, I'd say two points. Yeah, I'm glad you picked up the Cheerios out of all these things. Those are the things that are going to go soggy the first. Um, I'm going to casually say two points as well, too. Uh, almost not casually go see this and experience it because it's worth it. What does that bring us? That brings us four points. What's four, that video game yeah, language? 4,000 points. All right. We're climbing the high score 19, ladder. 4,000 points. Great. In, in Brandy's video game Nook. It's getting crowded here in the nook, but as we're eating the food, it's we're getting more room, and uh, we There's have time for so many. I want to yeah. talk about Degentrifier and Frame Finder, and I kind of want to talk about Fuckbust the Game, Toe Dipper, um, Temp Job. Well, let's you know. Here's the thing. We'll do this again soon. You know, next time I have time, I'll, I'll whip up breakfast. We'll sit down. We'll have a nook, nook session. You know, just you and me, Alex. Well, what do you want to talk about? Uncle Farm killed the dog. I want to talk about um, Journey Through the Turtle. Did you play Journey Through the Turtle? Oh, yes. Oh, what this a was... game. How fun. Okay. Yeah, hard to explain. You, It's like a turtle simulator, but it's not that you're necessarily controlling the turtle. It's more of you're designing the turtle. Uh, his legs, his shell, his head, his tail. You put them in, in together... And you kind of make it's almost like a physics simulator. The turtle tries to you put it in different environments on the beach in the jungle. Uh, you try to make it to spawn and lay your eggs and make it back to the beach. Uh, it's quite humorous at times, but also quite moving when you realize these things are endangered and you, you might be creating one of the last turtles. Yeah, uh, and you realize how why they're endangered because it's hard to keep a turtle alive. There's really so hard. many things that'll kill your turtle in this game. You know, you like you said, you design, you know, do you give it legs? Do you give it fins? Do you give it a hard shell, a soft shell, a beak, no beak? What do you do with this turtle that you've created? And then then you kind of randomly spawn in different environments like life does to you. And you kind of see if, you know, if your turtle survives in that environment or not. You know, there's other levels where you can choose what environment you're in and kind of play them through puzzle style. But yeah, it's a very difficult game. And a lot of the proceeds go to turtle rescue which is a huge thing that one to review has been trying to sponsor. We just haven't been able to announce it, but we can now officially announce that we are now tied into a turtle foundation. I love simulation games. I enjoy sitting down with them. I, I swear I could say like, I'm going to sit down for an hour. And before I know it, the whole afternoon's gone because you simply get absorbed in these types of games. You become that turtle and, I don't know. Well, down, I, to I the, really... down to choosing the color, you know, you got to try to match the beach sand. So you got to try to make that shade because every little shade, every hue will give you a little edge on that survival against those crows that are coming and trying to eat you on your way to the beach. Then you have to, of course, dig the hole, which takes time, takes energy, you have stamina levels, you have to eat to maintain that stamina. Uh, of course, as you mentioned, the predators, you got to dig for a while and then, of course, lay the eggs, which is its own mini game, which isn't easy in itself. It's very difficult. It's a, almost like a rhythm game with the contractions. Yep. Uh, then, of course, the eggs, they pile up. You got to keep a sturdy pyramid of them. Cover them back up. And then you wait. It's tough. Yeah, waiting's so tough. It's like uh, watching a boiling pot of water, waiting for it to boil, you know, or a paint, similar to watching paint dry. But it's challenging. 
casually, I'm going to say my time was well spent in this game. Uh, while I wouldn't say it's for everybody, I will say if you enjoy a simulation game and perhaps losing hours of your life, casually check it out. Two points. Yeah, I've got a piece of grapefruit here, and I would have to say casually that this game... It gets a one. It's fun. Like I said, it's beautiful, but it's it's pretty complex. It's hours of work getting in there and designing the right beak so you can get through the sand. It's difficult stuff. So one point. This is not for everyone. Wow, three points in video games language. That's three thousand points. So that puts us over the edge, actually. Bonus game. Alex, I want to talk about a game that we've both been playing online late into the night recently. Um, we do this often with fighting games. However, this time, uh, not satisfied with Street Fighter or Tekken, the latest incarnations of that, we found ourselves drifting to a game not a lot of other people are playing, not huge on the tournaments yet. It's called Food Fighter Hyper Turbo 2. Uh, zany premise, awesome animation, and I'll tell you what, the combos are smooth and the frame rate is tight. Uh, Alex, take us through the top of kind of the premise of this game. Yeah, so Food Fighter Hyper Turbo 2 is uh, clearly a sequel to Food Fighter Turbo 1, which is a Korean game and it's very hard to get in America. But this is kind of a little bit more of a marketed version of that game and a little upgraded for sure, lots more characters. The way Food Fighter works is it's cool. You choose a four-man team of characters and then your opponent chooses four and you fight mainly with one and then the other three kind of fight by your side played by kind of uh, computers and then you can swap between the different characters during the fight. So it's kind of, you're playing four guys, your buddy's playing four guys and you fight each other. Now here's the thing. You want they're to not create, guys. They're not guys. They're not guys. They're not girls either. They're uh, they're food items. They're mostly vegetables. A lot of vegetables, but then there's you know there's hams in there and stuff like that. There's dessert items, and the the idea is you want to kind of pair up and make a really good kind of dinner, like a really nice pairing of all these foods because they complement each other, right? So you want to put some veggies in there. You want to put a protein in there, and you want to put a dessert for sure. Although some people play without dessert, although I think it's pretty important. Uh, and then, you know, you want to put in some sort of appetizer or a drink. Yeah, when you really start doing the calorie counting in this game and weighing out which combos are good, there definitely are some unique strategies. As you said, without the dessert is one of my favorites. You know, you lay on hard with the appetizers, that guy. Um, I also like the straight popcorn roster, which each kernel is, uh, you know, tiny but effective in evading heavy attacks. Uh it's enjoyable and i learned a little bit about creating a balanced diet in the in the gameplay itself so oh shit yeah so that's the main focus of the game is really about food promotion because a lot of the stats that the characters have are stats related to their actual food content you know so like the pudding is high in calories and those are hit points so if you've got like a fat pudding character or you know uh fat i mean literally fatty like fatty acids and he's got those in them those are counterbalancing any sort of nitrates or nutrigens that you're getting from any other character that's coming at you i mean this sounds complex on its own but then there are multiple layers on top of that including special moves uh where you get a pair of wine on top of your uh combo plate and that affects your fatality or your finishing move at the end is what type of wine you pair with it at the end uh interesting stuff and then my favorite part is something i've never seen in a fighting game before but the tip system so if you had a good fight you could tip your opponent you say, that, that meal was great. You know, I won the battle. Here's your tip. Or vice versa. You say, I lost, but, and I respect your meal. That tasted great. Yeah. On Let me top, tip you some five points. I love that. 
on top of that, you do choose your chef and the chef's kind of like a trainer and he kind of cooks you. And so you want to choose a chef that synergizes with your four man team. On top of that, each battleground is different. You know, if you're in a Korean restaurant, you can go for a fried chicken popcorn combo thing, but it's going to fall flat because you're also getting upgrade points based on the environment. So you got to kind of play to the audience as well in that. And that is, you know, expanding for my food knowledge as well. It's awesome. I love systems. I love a great fighting game. And this game combines a solid fighter with a ton of mechanics and a crazy amount of personality. Um, Casually, can I tell you what I review this game? Yeah. Casually, I'm going to give it two points, man. I mean, just over this breakfast here, just sitting here, two points. Yeah, if this waffle has anything on it, I got to give this thing two points because even looking at this meal right here i'm seeing a lot of my favorite characters and i I loved it yeah so two points for me all right four points in video game language as we've learned by now you just multiply that number by a thousand guys it's not that hard four thousand points hey that's it we're on top of the high score list for the week that's awesome we've made it alex how does it feel enter your initials before time runs out cool a L X. Great. And I always do a BS space. That's it. Nice. And if Luke was here, he would put Alright, well that that brings us over twenty points, which is very exciting because I have had a great day in this nook here. I'm almost full. I have saved room for dessert, which is excellent because Luke is actually gonna be joining us live via Skype for an exclusive Skype review. Luke, take it away. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Luke, the strip club DJ. As you know, thanks, Brandon. Thanks, Alex, for that lovely segment. Um, You know, I wish I could say that I'm sorry that I missed the breakfast nook, but I'm not. I got to be honest. Video games and pancakes are for underachievers. And I think the folks that I'm with right now would agree with me. All right, enough teasing it. As you probably can tell from the background noise, I'm at a very special event. This is the first ever Reps Movie Series Fitness Convention here in beautiful downtown Sacramento, California. And as you both know, I bought tickets for all of us to go, and you guys refused to wake up. So I know you stayed up all night installing Windows 95 on an old laptop, but you should have made it out here. I had to leave without you. I'm sorry, guys. But uh, it's all good. We've got the one to review booth set up. I've been popping reps, power caps all morning, feeling good, and putting in some bicep work as well. There's a lot of news coming out of here regarding the future of the reps movie series, and I want to break down some of the exciting news and rumors that have been floating around the convention here. All right, let's get started. First of all, reps dough is a green light. I know this is a long-awaited union between the Doe series of movies and the Reps franchise. Now, I saw an early trailer, and it looks like they've implemented real real stop-motion animation for that old-school clay dough look that we've been missing. Of course, they had to beef it up for the Reps side of things. Low estimates coming from set designers on how much dough is being used to make this movie. They're upward of 350 tons. 
So, <laughs> so yeah, that alone should give you an idea of the sheer magnitude of this upcoming blockbuster. Audiences might look forward to Repsto coming out in summer of 2019. I know that sounds soon, but they've hired the entire country of Costa Rica to work on the movie. It's insane. Um, of course, that giant budget coming from Juggernaut Reps and the Clay Doe franchise, they've generated trillions in dollars. So they've got the funds for it. All right. Second, I've been networking like crazy and met up with some real fitness freaks at the convention here. One of the freaks I met is Arden Smith. Now, he's a three-time double rep champion. Double rep is a weightlifting competition style here where athletes see how much weight they can lift twice. Not just once, like many other powerlifting comps. Anyway, Arden and I are putting together a one-two review workout plan that consists of strictly one or two rep exercises. So you're either doing one repetition or two. He's been doing it for years, and so it's for Arden, it's just a matter of making it safe for the average one-two review user out there. Um, he's got a bunch of other great ideas that tie in with this as well. Uh, Arden? Thanks, Lou. Of course, we're going to be tying in reps power caps with the deal and a whole bunch of other integrated branding and cross-promotion stuff. A few ideas, having the workout video on the Reps 2 Special Edition Blu-ray. Second, our own 1-2 Review Fitness Wear. Third, Supplement Powder. Fourth, and finally, Weak Back Braces. I know your listeners are not the strongest. They live a sedentary lifestyle watching movies. But if there is movement, there is hope with the Arden Smith 1-2 Review Workout System. Great, thanks Arden. Okay guys, I gotta wrap it up here. We're about to watch Reps 2 Leg Day in the main conference room. Over 300 people in there getting ready for that. But uh, one final thing, now this is just rumors. Okay guys, this is pure speculation. But it sounds like Adam Hamburger has been permanently removed from the Reps 3 project. Now publicly known as a bad boy, Hamburger has been nothing but trouble since Friday when he showed up in Sacramento and urinated in the lobby of the historic Sterling Hotel. But apparently he bribed them with autographed copies of the Inside the Actor Studio movie. Uh, if that's not crazy enough, Adam showed up this morning to the Reps 3 fan panel wearing ladies underwear and snowboard boots. Surprisingly, his appearance caused very little alarm in the room. Uh, Hamburger began discreetly urinating on his co-star about five minutes after sitting down and uh, that caused very little alarm. I mean, this guy just gets away with everything. But the commotion really fired up when he mentioned that he would never have muscles in regular life and that packing on mass was, quote, a waste of my time. The crowd became infuriated, understandably, and security was barely able to get Adam out of the conference room before people could rip him to shreds. Uh, whether or not Adam's behavior has gotten him permanently removed from the project is anyone's guess, but I'd say he has a lot of making up to do with the muscle community if he wants to get some meat in the seats for Reps 3. Alright guys, that just about does it. Leg day is going to start in just a second here. So glad I could share with you. So glad I could be out here at the first ever Reps Movie Fitness Convention. It's just been a blast and I know there's a lot more fun stuff coming my way. Shout out to our Patreon donor, Rab, and many more future donors. Folks, if you like one to review, please consider being a Patreon donor. 
Uh, for just a buck or two, we'll shout you out on the show. For a few more, we'll review your movie and keep your eyes peeled on that Patreon for swag and a lot of other great stuff we've got planned for the one to review users out there. Next week, Alex, Brandon, and I back at it, back to normal, out of the nook, home from conventions. We'll be reviewing Alaska, The Hatchling, Trebuchet, and Tennis Nancy. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week in the next review. Bye. Cool. Well, hey, thanks, Brandon. Thanks for having me in the nook here. I had a great time. Yeah, it's great. I wish we had room for Luke, but next week we'll all be together at our uh, normal recording location. But um, yeah, it was nice, man. Thanks for talking video games. I don't often get to do that, so it feels great. Uh, I appreciate it. Alex, you have yourself a great rest of the day. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. You too. Bye. Bye. Game over. Thank you.